day, I'm Sonia Chauke. I'm the Skills Development Facilitator at Pretoria Head Office, CISA Branch. Good day, I'm Sadisha Mudli, a Skills Development Facilitator at the Pretoria Head Office. Today, my colleague Sonia and I will be addressing why and how to complete a Skills Development Training Committee. So, Sonia, what is a Skills Development Committee? Well, Sarisha, I can tell you that many companies really struggle with this one. But it is a group of people within an organization that help to create, write, and implement the workplace skills plan. So since we've covered the skills development committee, who needs to establish the skills development committee, Sarisha? I'm glad you've asked this, Sonia. As for the Skills Development Act and the Government Gazette 2001, if an organization employs 50 or more employees, then that company will have to establish a skills development committee. So Sonia, having stated that, what is the composition of the skills development committee? Well, the composition of the skills development committee, the forum should be represented by all stakeholders equal representation from management and employees or labor. This will include an appointed skills development facilitator, finance representative, other HR development staff that is responsible of the skills development within that organization, union representative. Representative union should participate or if they have a union or other employee representative senior management representative. So since we've covered the forum, Serisha, if maybe you can tell us who should be consulted. Sure, Sonia. Well, this is a very important question. Selected employee representatives and trade unions should be consulted in all skills development matters. However, consultation does not necessarily have to take place in medium and large entities. Where we have entities that employs less than 50 employees, it is recommended that they do consult with their employee representatives in the compilation of the workplace skills plan to ensure buy-in from the workforce and as well as good practice for that organization. Sonia, can you maybe elaborate for us how often should skills development continue? I can tell you, Sarisha, when it comes to consultation, many companies forget about this one. But consultation should commence as early as possible in the process of the workplace skills plan and the annual training report. It is recommended that the employer should do the skills development committee quarterly and he should keep records of all the meetings in case of an audit. So, Sarisha, if maybe you can elaborate the role of the Skills Development Committee for us. Sure, Sonia. Well, with the role of the Skills Development Training Committee, it's basically to consult on skills priorities and training needs and to agree on interventions that addresses those type of priorities and needs. The role in specific is to represent, to communicate, and to gather information from employees and employers on skills development matters. Also to focus on statutory objectives and to embody the Skills Development Act. Sonia, specific functions, if I may add, will be to ensure the development and implementation of the workplace skills plan that is aligned to that company's strategic mission and vision, and as well as the employment equity plan that they do have in place. The benefit of the organization to take cognizance of Black, 
broad-based black economic empowerment requirements, and as well as to establish training priorities, be it long-term or short-term needs. Sonia, if you can maybe point out to us, what is the output of the Skills Development Committee, please? Well, Sarisha, there's quite a lot, but I'm just going to identify a few. Identify strategic training of the employees, make recommendation and the training needs of the organization, and support the skills development facilitator in developing the workplace skills plan and the annual training report in line with the CETA requirements. So, Sarisha, if you can tell me, there are some skills development committees that refuses to participate in a consultation. What happens then? Well, Sonia, you'll be surprised that this does happen often. So in the case where a skills development committee member refuses to take part in consultations, that employer now needs to record the circumstances in the form of a written document that will state the communication and initiation attempts, and as well as this document can be used in the form of a meeting request or any other form that might serve as some sort of proof or evidence of attempts of consultation. This copy should be made provided to the parties concerned, such as the appointed CETA, the employee representatives, and the trade unions concerned. So, Sonia, if you might elaborate for me, what is the evidence in case where a union or an employee refuses to sign the workplace skills plan and annual training report? Oh, that's a very important question, Sarish. I'm glad you asked it. By completing the workplace skills plan and the annual training report, the employers should provide sufficient information that consultation took place. And the employee representative should sign confirmation that the employer has consulted them for the workplace skills plan and the annual training report, such as an attendance register. Thank you so much for that informative discussion, Sonia. CISA has always been committed to providing ongoing quality services for our clients. For any further information, please do feel free to contact our nearest office. Thank you.